How are you, Angel? I'm good. I should have done the justice shit before. I know it's our. Um, it's very low. Purple, purple Barney Dick microphones. Is there that good? Go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh my goodness! How was your weekend, love? It was good. We did a Christmas weekend in Maine. You know whole thing parade santa hallmarking it up yeah up there and hallmark, the hallmark christmas style wild blue yonder yeah we got all the kids in a picture with santa you did yeah not what? it's what you know not a great santa you know, like a santa with a fake beard like i'm more about the santa with a real beard but you know what they weren't all sitting on his lap santa was holding owen which i thought was adorable yeah um and then our niece and uh Aiden and Ava were sitting with our niece. So cute. All next to Santa. All My together. My kids would never, never. I mean, Aiden McKenna was most... scream and run away. Juliana would be like, strike a pose. And then Mia would just be like, no, no, I'm good with this. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the crying Santa photos. Oh my God, I think they're hilarious. But like personally, like I don't want to put my children through that. You're such but a you know good what? mom. But you know what? I love other people's. But there was no crying. There was no tears. Everyone was happier than pigs and shit. And everyone smiled. And it was great. Amazing. And sort of smiled. You have to, like, I feel like desensitize them to it. So you have to do, like, six Santas a season. And then by the time you get to number seven, you're like, okay, this guy's fine. Yeah. I mean, this is number three or four. And I keep trying. And we got close. Aiden originally said no. Yep. And then he went up there. And was into it. Yeah. So didn't want to tell Santa what he wanted for Christmas. But hey, he sat next to him. So step one. I mean, yeah, a win is a win. You yeah, know? took that as a win. So yeah, great weekend overall. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, lots of lots of festive funs, and I was paying for it Monday morning. I though. say, Mama had a few cocktails. Today is t- yeah, today is Tuesday, Tuesday. and yeah, month yesterday I was hurting. Just like I just felt it tired. It wasn't like I drank a lot Sunday night. It was just a long weekend and feeling yeah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Run down. I get it. And then overnight, I woke up with a conjunctivitis. It looks good, though, right? It looks great. You can't great. even tell, right? You can't even tell. I've been doing antibiotic drops <laughs> Q2 hours. <laughs> Literally. Q2 hours? Yeah. Yep. Really? Yeah. Is that the protocol? Or is that um, just found- like what I'm doing? <laughs> like, that's just what I've decided I'm doing. I was like, I need to get this shit wrapped up real quick. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. So, baby Owen is now concussed <laughs> via our Barney microphone that just fell out of its little home and uh, did fucked his little shit up. Okay. Couldn't couldn't care less. He doesn't care because he's so used to his siblings pressing on his head. Oh my god! It's like the I, I I it's like, what is the obsession? I get it's a cute little baby, but you have to touch his head. Soft spot. Yeah. Immediate. Oh, it's a button. Oh look, look. There's this little circle here. Let me touch it. Let me tap 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 her. I'm like great. Mm-hmm. You're giving our child a traumatic brain injury before they can even fucking sit up for themselves i want to talk about it but yes my weekend was great we had a great time with friends um you should go a little bit too fast heavy slept until noon the next day while <gasps> i was up with our children our youngest daughter who is one decided for whatever reason she wanted to have a fucking party at 5 45 in the morning no yep so i was like and i slept on the couch because sleeping next to my husband while he's drunk 
is just like not an experience I wish to have. He literally fell up the stairs coming in the house. His parents were here watching our kids. And he's like, Gina, you have to go talk to my parents. I can't, I can't talk to him like this. I can't talk to him like this. He literally falls up the stairs, uh, wakes up our middle daughter, and, who promptly went back to sleep. But then I like go upstairs to change after I see his family out from doing, you know, grandparent babysitting duty. And I find him in bed, like fully wrapped in a cocoon in our blanket. Oh, with all of the pillows. Oh, just like he's I call. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker did not did not just do that. I didn't even think he knew what he was doing. He just like got in bed. He was he was so, so gone. No, it wasn't even funny. But then that was it was a great time. Yeah, we had a wonderful, wonderful evening. Um, definitely paid for it the next day. Made yeah. some very poor food choices, which I am still feeling in my body today. I have been on this crusade of finding my way to genuine wellness, not just like weight loss, not just, you know, trying to look good, trying to like genuinely be well and feel good. Right. We talk about it all the time. I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. My energy is so depleted. My cup is not ever full. Right. How do we get back to some kind of equilibrium? I find that the most either positive, positively impactful or negatively impactful thing in my life is my diet. If I'm eating well, I feel so good. I sleep so well. My energy is up. My mood is on a different level. It affects my brain chemistry. When I'm eating poorly, I can literally feel it in my whole body. Like my joints hurt. Like my body truly has this insane inflammation response to foods that it just doesn't agree with. When I was younger, I don't know that I necessarily had this experience. Yeah. But I do believe that as you age, it, you know, the more right and tight the circumstances need to be for your body to feel good and function as it should. So I have been on this crusade of finding um, a diet that works for me and makes me just feel good more than anything else. I'm like, I can deal with the extra holiday fluff. I can deal with this. I can deal with that. But what I can't deal with is just like feeling shitty all the time. Yeah. And I think that affects so many people. So... After speaking with a few experts, one of them is um, a friend of ours who is a PA. You're a nurse practitioner. She's a PA. They're like similar. Who has been on this crusade about helping people find the diet that works for them. And she's like, I've done at this point years of research. And, you know, I see patient after patient. She works in primary care, I'm pretty sure. And she's like, I see patient after patient who is constantly discouraged with, number one, their quality of life. Number two, all of these diseases that they've had, whether it's diabetes or cancer or arthritis or whatever. And then, you know, they come in for their, for their, lab, value, for their lab work, and then, you know, we get the results back, and I'm going over with them, you know, during their appointment. They're like, I don't understand. I'm eating all the right things. I eat whole grains. I eat, you know, this many servings of this. I eat... She's like... 
at some point it became very obvious to me that nutrition was directly linked to all of these adverse outcomes in healthcare. And, and speaking with also doctors that I know, they're like, in medical school, we receive absolutely no training in nutrition. It is all very reactionary, pathology-based education. Yeah, 100%. So it's like we're really heavily educated on like pharmaceuticals. We're really heavily educated on disease, obviously. But there's not a lot of focus on how the input, a.k.a. the food that you're eating, contributes to these outcomes, which is the disease, the, you know, lack of healthy, lack of quality of life, those kinds of outcomes. So I also went on this tirade of like, what, like, what the, like, how did we get here? How did we get to, you know, the nutrition, the, the, the food pyramid and how it's constituted? And I have to say that the science, quote unquote, that it is based on is the most flimsy bullshit thing I've ever even like been able to like, I I don't, I can't. It's so outdated. It's so outdated. So basically what happened was back in the sixties, I believe it was, or in the seventies, there was this doctor and it was Ansel Keys and he did what is called the seven country study. So he formed this hypothesis that certain types of fats were linked to heart disease, diabetes, you know, all of these cancer, all of these different, the main, the main issue of the time was heart disease was because FDR had a stroke or had a heart attack while he was in office. And everybody was like, oh my God, this is like the number one killer. And like all of this nutritional research began, begun to be focused on how to mitigate heart disease. So Ansel Keys did this study. And what he did was he took all of these countries that he Basically, he followed their diets and he was like, okay, this amount of fat in the diet, this amount of saturated fat in your diet directly corresponds with the level of heart disease in the country, right? So, like, he took, like, Japan, the United States, this one, that a million different countries. But the thing is, is that he actually studied, like, 27 countries but when he went before Congress to make a formal recommendation of, for nutrition, because that's when the whole thing started, when FDR had the, had the heart attack, he's like, okay, we need some kind of, the FDA needs some kind of, you know, guidance to give the general public of how to avoid this. So Ansel Keys came up with this study. And basically what he did was cherry pick seven countries that showed that, like, was on a curve. It's like, okay, Japan was down here because they ate no saturated fats. And then he had the United States up here that was heavily laddened with heart disease, right? So he did all of these studies on 20 different countries or 20-something different countries and then decided to pick the data that proved his hypothesis. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he took all of these numbers. And mind you, the actual data was all over the place. He took, like, really these obscure countries. was like... Japan, Latvia, Lithuania, uh, Belize, Peru, whatever it was, anything that showed his preconceived notion of what the links were. Those are the countries he chose. Those are the countries he chose to, pr- to present to Congress. To like prove his point. To prove his point. But the thing is, is that that study showed actu- actually showed absolutely nothing. And what it should have been was a study performed 
to then form a hypothesis. Okay, we're seeing this trend. Now we need to actually put together a double-blind study to prove our theory or disprove it. And that's not what happened. So he went to Congress, and they're like, oh, wow, yeah, absolutely. This is definitely 100% correlation or causation. And now we need to reconstruct this food pyramid to have seven ser- seven to 11 servings of grains on the bottom, which is what you should be eating. Imagine eating 11 servings of carbohydrates a day. Pasta, rice, bread. Those were literally the recommendations that were made. Yeah. And then at the very top is like fish. It feels good in the moment. Of course it does. <laughs> but yeah. It feels sits, amazing. It sits like a ton of bricks. Dude. In like hours or days later. It's insane. And it's so, so the number one thing is that, um, all of these really heavily processed carbohydrates are extremely inflammatory to your body. And what we're now learning is that diseases like heart disease, diabetes, cancer are not necessarily linked to fat. They're linked to inflammation in your body in an unhealthy balance within your internal systems. So the new, the new, I guess, research that's coming out is showing that higher fat diets are now correlated with better health outcomes. So I have been cutting out pretty much all carbs in my diet. I've been cutting out like processed fats. So I don't do canola oil, vegetable oil. I cook everything in either beef tallow or avocado oil. Yep. Um, all of my carbohydrates pretty much come from green leafy vegetables. I don't love things like kale and um, like broccoli, stuff like that. I, I'm more so like the easily digestible ones. So like lettuces or spinach or uh, things like that. And I have to say, I sleep like a rock. My mood is through the roof. My body feels so much better. And recently, like I said, we were at a a Christmas party. And the next day, I did bad beigey things. And I went and got, like, a fried chicken biscuit for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then I had sushi with a shit ton of soy sauce for dinner and all that rice. And then I'm sure I, like, munched on tortilla chips and bullshit during the day. And I can literally feel it in my body. That's like not an exaggeration. My knees fucking hurt. And I can tell it's from just eating inflammatory bullshit things. So if anyone's looking to hop on the wellness train for the new year, give it a go. Try just high fats, good sources of protein, chicken, beef, fatty fish. And just live like that. I mean, when I was doing the, excuse me, the bikini or like, you know, the bikini diet for the show. Yep. That's essentially what it was. And like my sister has been on that train and living that lifestyle since basically she moved back from Europe in 2019. And I feel like I hear her say it all the time. Like when, especially around the holidays, obviously it's so easy to, you know, to jump just off eat and whatever like you want eat cookies and eat desserts and it's have brutal. the bread and all the yummy comfort <clears throat> food but shit it does mm. it it hits you like a it hits you like a rock 
it's, and it sits in your stomach. <clears throat> like I know even driving home this weekend and I can't say I have, you know, since whatever being pregnant now postpartum, I am not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like even driving home this weekend, I wore the same outfit that I wore on the way up. Yeah. It's and different. and it, I was in leggings. Yeah. So like there's a lot of give. I wore these leggings my entire pregnancy. Like there's yep. definitely a lot of give, but it was just squeezing in places it didn't necessarily squeeze on the way there. It's wild. And it's, I remember when I was doing the bikini diet and it, eating what you're saying, like really like carbs were coming from like small amounts of Ezekiel bread or all your veggies, veggies. Right, right, right. You yep. got Ezekiel bread after you strength drained. Yep. Like that's what, yeah. that's what I got. Sure. <clears throat> and it wasn't Ezekiel bread with butter on it. It was Ezekiel bread with salt. Right. Exactly. And I just remember feeling so good. I can't tell you I was sleeping better because I was still had at that point. I think when I started the bikini diet, I had yeah, like, like a, a six month old. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was six months was old. She, oh something. yeah. March. Sorry. Yeah. But still like your body just felt my body just felt better. It's remarkable. And when it you really, f- I feel like when your body feels better, mm-hmm. then you like physically, mentally, mentally feel better. Like your mind, yes. like you're saying, there's just the connections are being made. Like you're more alert. You're more able to complete tasks, s- make it through the day without having six shots of espresso. It's insane. Like truly how much the input <clears throat> affects the output. And you know, this is obviously not medical advice. I'm not a doctor. I Everyone should consult their physician before they make any kind of major changes to your diet. But I think something that people really miss, and maybe this is just the conspiracy theorist in me, it's like we dedicate, like the government literally subsidizes the growth of grain in this country. There is so much incentive for the government to push a carbohydrate heavy diet on us it's like one of the it's our number one crop in the united states number two is i don't think people realize is that there are no essential carbohydrates that your body needs your body needs like there are right there are essential fatty acids there are essential amino acids which is the building blocks of proteins but there are no essential carbohydrates your body will make all of the glucose that it needs through a process called gluconeogenesis, which is basically right. the conversion of excess protein in your body to any glucose that is needed for, for the most part, the reason that your body would convert protein to glucose is like because of our primitive reflexes of flight of fight or flight. When we were, you know, back in the day. This is the thing, right? So humans as currently constituted, we have not evolved. Like human beings 20,000 years ago, I think actually even further back than that, are the exact same way that they are now, right? We haven't evolved in a very, very long time. Right. And back in the day, we were hunter-gatherers. And back in the day, we were running from things like woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers. So our bodies needed to convert. all, And we were living a life of subsistence, right? We were killing animals and eating them. And that is what allowed our brains to grow so big. All of that fat that we were eating, right? There's a reason that when a baby turns one, they need to then continue on whole milk for another year. The reason is because they need that fat for brain development. That's, exa- that's the thing that supports brain development. 
So back in the day when we were running from woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers and fucking dinosaurs and shit, not that we have a little dinosaurs, but like back when we were living with these apex predators, our bodies needed to be able to use the protein that was, you know, flooded in our environment, right? We didn't have a really hard, hard time, you know, hunting down some kind of big pig in the wild. We did have a hard time eating grains because we didn't have fucking grains. Right. And our bodies do need glucose for our, like, fatch... Fatch twist. <laughs> our fast twitch muscles to then power a sprint away from <laughs> the woolly mammoth who's about to, like, eat us in all of our young. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So yeah. we do need small amounts of glucose to power these, like, very acute functions in our body it doesn't need to come away from pasta but it doesn't need to come from pasta your body will make the glucose that it needs your brain can run on fat it it can run on fat it doesn't need glucose and that's like one of the things that people always say is no you need to be eating carbohydrates i'm like no you don't like what like what what is this what are you what are you talking about your brain runs it's like the biggest consumer of glucose yes it is because that's the easily burnable fuel in your body if you have a flood of glucose in your body your brain is gonna be like yeah i need shit to survive um this is right here like let me take this and work with it but your brain can in fact function on a free fatty acids which in the body are ketones right so when your body breaks down fat it breaks it down into fatty acids that are ketones and that's what your body uses as fuel and your body can do that we evolved that way it's the think of it as like carbohydrates being converted into glucose as like the kindling on a fire it's very small short logs but they burn really really bright and hot and then the ketones are more like the big logs that you put on the fire that don't ignite right away but burn for a much longer period of time i love that analogy and it's much steadier it's much more even Ah! You're not getting these spikes in your blood sugar all day. And the number one, the reason your body stores fat is because of insulin. And when you eat a ton of insulin, or when you eat a ton of carbohydrates, your body releases a shit ton of insulin to deal with all of that glucose in your blood so you don't go into, like, diabetic shock, essentially. And that insulin is what stores fat in your body. So removing insulin from the equation by way of removing excess amounts of glucose leads to fat not being stored in your body and leads to your body being able to live a more even-keeled life. No inflammation, no you know spikes and peaks and valleys, and you're riding a roller coaster all day. Eat lots of fat, eat lots of meat vegetables become a carnivore (laughs) become a carnivore (laughs) truly at the end of the day like that's kind of what it is when people really kind of cling to carbs oh we need carbs oh your body is just calories as far as weight loss is concerned it's just calories in and calories out i'm like you're a fucking moron you mean to tell me that if you eat a thousand calories of snickers and you eat a thousand calories of good grass-fed beef your body's gonna look the same your body's going to process that in the same way. Is that what you're fucking telling me, dipshit? No. That's not... Like, your body is not a scale. It's not a balance energy in, energy out. Your body is an extremely complex host of systems that all work together. 
and the things that you put into your body directly affect the way that your body functions and your anatomy, right? The way that you physically look is directly impacted by the shit that you're putting in your mouth. For sure. I mean, I can tell you because when, I mean, there was only like probably a 10 pound difference between like my wedding weight and what I was on stage in a bikini and my body looked very different. Very and I can tell you that because I like put on my wedding dress you as did? like a holy crap, you know, oh my God. this is amazing. I can fit into it and it's big and it's loose in places that it for sure was not loosened before. And granted, right. yes, like 10 pounds is 10 pounds. Don't get me wrong. But there was a, the way my body looked was looked licked. <laughs> the way my body looked was totally different. And I think like you see that. If you if you go on your Instagrams and TikToks and social yeah. media reels and stuff like that, and you look at people who live, who who are on this wellness crusade with you, and who live their life like this, yeah, and who didn't always live their life like this, right? Who maybe were people who were calories in, calories out, calorie restrictive diets, you know, low cal, low fat, um, you know, like starving themselves, right. And instead, they actually fueled their body with more calories, more calorie-dense foods, more... Nutritionally dense foods. Yeah, nutritionally, yeah. Nutritionally dense foods is what I was trying to say, yeah. Is that their bodies look so much healthier. So much healthier. More muscle tone, you know, provides you with more ability to, to tone your muscles and, you know, just their body composition is completely different when they choose a lifestyle that... It's just based on whole foods yeah. and good nutrition. And not calorie restrictive. Not Actually, calorie restrictive. Because you know what? You see all of these things in the in the store, or at least you did. I think the pendulum is swinging the other way now. But you would see everything. Oh, fat free. Oh, third of the fat. Oh, the, they replace it with sugar, motherfucker. Like, yeah. And they replace it with all of these really heavily processed it's synthetic ingredients. Yeah. I'm like, it still needs to taste good. And your your brain is programmed like, I like fat and I like sugar. So if there's no fat, there has to be sugar. Otherwise, you're not going to buy it. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, I think the mentality around nutrition is that we need to get off of this this idea that carbohydrates should be the base of our diet and that saturated fats are the enemy because they're not. Because that's what all of your connective tissue is made from fat right all of the all of the veins in your body it's all like your 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 synapses and your nerve endings is all covered in fat you need fat to live and if you have a deficit in your body your body is going to do what it can to make up for it but it sometimes isn't going to be the correct ratio of things and your body is gonna like you know it's like cancer right cancer is the unmitigated replication of cells these defective, deformed cells. Your body does that because your body, you've created an environment where your body, the DNA in these particular cells has been damaged. And a lot of that has to do with the things that you're putting into your body. If you eat a lifetime of McDonald's, you eat a lifetime of fucking goldfish, you eat a lifetime of Nutrigrain bars, right? Like, okay, fine. I mean, there are worse things to eat than a Nutrigrain bar. But if you do it consistently over time, like, if you live on shit like that, right, how many college students do you know who are like, oh, I'm hungry. Let me pop open a Nutrigrain bar. I did it. I always had that shit with me. The bottom of my purse was covered in gum wrappers, little cigarette dust, and fucking crumbs from Nutrigrain bars. <laughs> Survived like that for, like, five years of my life. 
And I felt like shit. I was constantly I like bloated. Lean, lean cuisines, Red Bull, Dude. and like Slim Fast bars. Literally. Anything, like, you, like insert, you know, processed, prepackaged food here. Yeah. Energy drink here as I drink my Celsius. But like, it's ridiculous that people don't understand that you don't need to micromanage your diet. You don't need to sit here and count every calorie. If you're just eating good whole foods and true and things that are not processed, right? The way that I try and think about it is that I try to consume, consume, <laughs> consume <laughs> foods that are the ingredient. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yep. Yep. So if you're looking at something in the store, it's like, okay, what are the ingredients? Broccoli. The ingredient is steak. The ingredient is chicken, fish, whatever it is. And then you go, you know, down the center aisles and have all of the packaged shelf-stable bullshit. And it's like the ingredient list is a mile long. Do you know what I mean? Just eat the ingredient itself. Yeah, you, I think you bring up a good point about um, the shelf-stable or shopping the in general. The perimeter of the store. Yeah, shopping the perimeter of the store. That's, That's generally need. where your nutritionally dense ingredient only food are it's so true you think about it, when you go into the grocery store it's like you walk into the you know you've got your produce usually right in front of you and then you walk along the edge of the store and you've got like your fish cheese your meat, eggs cheese, milk eggs, cream milk. Yeah, things like all that. along the perimeter all on the perimeter of of the store and then you go down the center aisles and it's like butter cookies butter cookies you got to live your life every once in a while. I'm not like advocating for this insanely strict, crazy diet. 80, I think 20. the 80 20 rule really 70, should 30. apply to everybody. If you look, if you're trying to get somewhere physically, then maybe it's more like 90 10. But after you get where you want to go, maintenance looks more like 75 25, 80 20, right? Like that's what your maintenance looks like. But if you're trying to get somewhere, then maybe 90-10 is a better idea. You got to be a little bit more careful. But everyone needs to stop eating the processed shit. It's so, so bad for you. The new, like I said, the new information that's coming out on health and wellness and, you know, what is actually the correct diet for a human being is literally being flipped on its head. And there's so many nonprofits now that are that are dedicated to this kind of research because the government doesn't want to do it. Right. They don't want to do it. They are making so much money off of the farmland and the corn and the grain and all of this shit because it's cheap. They can subsidize it and then they can sell it back to us. Sorry, but it's true. No. It's so true. But everybody should really... Uh, in the new year, think about overhauling their diet. Is it more expensive? Yes. But you know what? There are, this is another thing I've looked into. There are so many good options everywhere you go. You can shop at Walmart and find good organic grass-fed cheeseburgers, you know, like burger patties, chicken, no antibiotics, free range, whatever. Buy the best that you can. But even if you're buying the shittiest quality meat, it's still better than buying, you know, a packaged burrito for dinner. You know, a frozen burrito right, for right. dinner. So, and also if, into it. it. Also, if you're eating better, there's other things. Yes, it's more expensive, as you mentioned. But it also is going to cost less 
for general health maintenance because you're going oh to God. generally be healthier. You're going so to like generally you said, be healthier. You're, you may need less medication. Yep. And uh, think about it. You're, you're paying visits, for a be- better quality of life. Right. You're going to feel better. You're going to look better. And when you feel good, when you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you play good. Right? Like statement I live by. And that boost in your confidence and that just like general feeling of like, okay, this really just heavily weighted part of my life, like no pun intended, but these things that like weigh very heavily on us, like our physical appearance and our weight management and things that we, you know, have like real soft spots for. If you alleviate that part of you, like if you, if you somehow find a way to correct that area of your life, your quality of life is going to just increase exponentially. And that's, think of it that that's what you're paying for is better quality of life. Right. And money can't buy that. Money can't buy that, baby. All right. I have to talk to you about last week. We talked about people that should be canceled. Oh, God. Who should be canceled (laughs) this week? Okay. You know, you introduced me to TikTok or made me start swiping on TikTok or whatever you do on it. Cody Brown. Do you know him? No. Tell me more. Sister Wives. Oh, this motherfucker. Long blonde hair. Yeah. So he's creepy. Try- he is trying to like, you know, for years, I think has been searching for his inner fucking Fabio or something, but his long, like curly blonde hair, which needs to be chopped off, chopped off, I think along with his penis. But, you know, there was the show Sister Wives. Of course. And, you know, they had a TV show for quite some time and I guess they still do. I have like fallen off the TLC. Yeah, I don't really. Um, bandwagon. Yeah. But he had four wives, and he is now, like, separated. He just recently is, like, separated from Janelle and is now divorced from Christine. There Christine was, a, was his, like, lawful wedded wife. Yes. Okay. She was yeah. on the health insurance. Yes. Okay. And she, they, like, come, like, I'm intrigued to almost watch the season because I want to see the drama unfold. But basically... And then he separated from another one of the other wives, I feel like, recently as Shocking. well. So there's like only one, there's like one or two left. Maybe he had four or whatever. Anyways, it's wild to me, this type of lifestyle. Like, obviously, like, I'm not here to judge anybody, but um, this isn't like polygamy isn't like a lifestyle I can necessarily get behind. No, definitely not. But it, his whole story is just insane. And then it brings me to Mom Talk. Utah? Utah Mom oh, Talk. I'm very familiar with this. Were you so how long have you been on the Mom Talk train? So, I have come in pretty late, but just in time to find out Taylor's drama. Oh. So, I've been following Mom Talk and now because like I probably watch her videos too much then she shows up. I don't necessarily follow her, I don't believe. Oh, I do. But it's wild to me like you know so they she's not a polygamist but she was they started swinging she was a mormon mormon so they i'm like the funny thing is like misha's like previous job he was based in utah so and even his company now has employs a ton of mormons so he's very 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 intimately involved not involved but he like understands the culture and you literally cannot be a Mormon if you do X, Y, Z, whatever. Right. 
So I don't understand how they she was calling herself a Mormon and like doing all of these they things. They still do. So it, they did like a Q and A with her her new boo. Yes, her new boo did the new Q or did a Q and A. And they literally, one of the questions asked was like, are you still a Mormon or members of, you know, this church? And they said, yes. But did allude to the fact that, you know, maybe they do things that aren't under the umbrella of appropriate, but the church won't kick them out because they bring too much, essentially, like publicity to the uh, church because she's so, like, widely followed on social media. Yeah. So she brings a lot of, like, awareness See? and probably money. The keys to heaven are not actually held in what you do in your day-to-day life. No. Right? Like, this idea that, oh, yes, the kingdom of heaven is yours. Salvation is yours if you live a good life and you live by these prescribed laws of whatever religion. No, no the kingdom of heaven will be revealed to you if you bring more followers to my church. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's like, this is why I, I'm not religious because every religion in the world is that way. Every single one. Yeah. So anyways, I have like, I keep trying to steer away from mom talk Utah and Cody Brown and his polygamy ways but I just keep getting sucked back into it. Taylor, Mom Talk Utah keeps showing up on my TikTok feed. And I just I just can't. It's like a train wreck. Car crash. I just can't look away. Dude. The more I watch, the more I'm interested. The more it shows up on my feed. It's like the I'm sucked in. I'm sucked in for life. I remember, like, I followed her for, for a while. And I remember back in the day, like, when she was married... Yeah, was he ever on the TikTok? Did she yeah. ever show him? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I have to scroll back because the new boo is on there. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. he's not the one that she was swinging with and then no, no, slept no. with. No, 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 different one, different one. She's, I think she slept with a girl. <sighs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened, which, again, check in the, in, the wrong, in the wrong column for being a good Mormon, but whatever. That's neither here nor okay. there, I guess. Um, so, yeah, she was, like, married and then – he wasn't super into it. He kind of like hated the TikTok thing, was not super into swinging, although like she did it. So like he participated. And I guess they like set rules around like what was appropriate for their swinging endeavors. And she like started lying and legitimately cheating. And that's what led to their demise. Listen, if y'all want to swing, I don't give a shit. I really, I really couldn't care less. Like, good for you. If that's what, you know, floats your boat, enjoy your life. You only get one. But don't. Like, I, 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 I hate that there is a religious aspect to this. I hate it. It drives me fucking nuts because it is so hypocritical. I'm like, you cannot sit here because you know that your base is in Utah and you know you have to live in Utah right so like you're around all of these other Mormons who are the most judgmental human beings on earth I don't know if that's why she's still like trying to remain close to the Mormon church or associate herself with the Mormon church but I'm like nothing you do nothing you do is in line with any of their no, values no, nothing you stand for your your base of life is what do you got going on this week Kate anything um Christmas party. <coughs> Christmas Fun. party. Yes, yes, yes. I know. I'm so bummed. I won't be able to go. Um, yeah, so Christmas party. The biggest problem with the Christmas party is what I'm going to wear. 
Like, I feel like I don't have oh. anything like festive enough or whatever. Oh my god, do you want to borrow my shirt from last week? I know. It's like, do I have enough sparkle or sheen or something or fur? I prefer like a very monochromatic look. I didn't go for that this year, but my 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 go to is like monochrome. Like it'll do like all red, all green. I like green for the holidays. That's my go to color. I have this blue, like blue, silver, black dress, which I know is like so. Uh, but it like I, I feel good dresses. in it. That's it's great. Short sleeve, and I'm not a tights wearer. But I'm like I could make this more festive by getting some like. Fun more tights. festive tights yeah not saying like i'm gonna walk in with like red and green stockings on <laughs> but like you know like a sheer tight that has a little sparkle to it or something that's like yeah. very you know subdued yeah and then add like a little fur whatever number on top i love so, that that's so cute that's gonna be my fallback i love it but um if i find something in my travels in the next couple of days maybe i'll just show up in full-blown fucking sparkle and be good that sounds wonderful. I, that's, I love the holidays because you can literally like dunk your head in a bucket of glitter and people are like, yes, this is amazing. You can't do that, you know, at a random Tuesday in March. No. like People are like, you're fucked up. Earrings that light up. Yes. I Add love some fucking it. sparkle strands in your hair. I'm a more is more type of gal. And the holidays are just like prime time for that, yeah, which, I, which I love. Um, what about you? You have some exciting stuff going on. Yeah, we're going to we're going away for the weekend with some friends. Going to the Polar Express. My kids are all kinds of fucking pumped up. Not for the Polar Express. We're also doing a sleigh ride. They're like, yeah, we want to do that and pretty much nothing else. So that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I'm just really hunkering down, getting ready, trying to wrap a few presents every day. Yeah, I got to do that. There's so many things showing up at my door. Dude, my basement is, looks like a fucking Amazon warehouse. Yeah, from like myself and then my in-laws are coming into town. So they've been oh. shipping the, the gifts to our house. To your house. Which makes sense, obviously, because they're staying with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, But right. I'm like, I texted what my mother What did you buy? I texted Stop my doing it. the other day and I was like, I actually need to start unwrapping your gifts. Like unboxing it because I need to figure out like what is if yours, there's anything, what's what, theirs, what, what's there, is it the right thing? Like, did Amazon send like? Get but it. yeah, I need to like assess the boxes, make sure nothing's broken, like because we have some like bigger things that need some like assembly. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. I really need to assess that because we're kind of like uh, at the point it. of no return. You know what I mean? Like that if you don't reorder something now, oh, it won't come for it Christmas. won't come for Christmas. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, dude. But yeah, no fun, festive things ahead. Just got to get through the holidays. And then I feel like, you know, after January 1, things like really quiet down and the seasonal depression really sets in. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun. But all right, ladies and gents, we will see you motherfuckers next week. Love you lots. Bye. Bye.